What's up, everybody? I'm Vaughn DiCarlo, a.k.a. Coach Vaughn, and you're listening to the Coach Vaughn Podcast. Finally, the highly anticipated first episode of the Coach Vaughn Podcast is here. You guys got me. You finally got me. So now you get to listen to me pretty much on a weekly basis, black out and lose my mind like my name is Stephanie A. Smith or something, and chime in on sports and pop culture, relationship stuff, comedy. You know how I do. A little bit of everything, but for the most part, sports. And just so that you're knowing we're all clear, when I say sports, I pretty much mean the NBA. I may throw in a little WWE and other sports, you know, here and there. I've been getting back into the WWE, um, I would say, the past year or so. I was a huge WWF fan back in the day. Um, But when they merged, I'll be honest, I thought it was whack. And I fell off. And for years upon years upon years, I didn't really fall back into it until recently. And I may be going to one of their live events, which is really exciting for me because I've never been. I've only watched it on TV um, because, quite frankly, it looks terrifying in person, Uh, especially as a female. If I'm going by myself or whatever, I'm like, uh... Yeah, maybe not. I'll just watch it on TV. But they announced that they are going to be doing a live event on Christmas Day and I think maybe New Year's or New Year's Eve. So that's really exciting. But you know, those NBA Christmas games, I'm not going to miss that. So I got to figure that whole thing out because every Christmas I'm sitting right in front of my TV from about noon until midnight watching all of those Christmas games, which is really fun for me. Uh, but for this first introduction, introductory how, how do you say that? I'm screwing up words. How am I going to get through a whole podcast? Um, this first episode of the Coach Vaughn podcast, I want to use as an introduction of myself for people who don't know me, know my background in sports, comedy, and whatnot, relationships and everything. So let's just jump right in. Who is Coach Vaughn? Where did that name come from? Um, I certainly didn't give it to myself. That would be pretty arrogant and self-absorbed, which I don't think I am. Most comics are to an extent. Um, So I am guilty, but not that damn guilty. I mean, Jesus Christ. Um, I definitely didn't give myself that name. So where did it come from? Uh, around 2006 or seven, when Twitter first came out, or I should say when I first joined Twitter, I used Twitter. I used Twitter as a, a as an outlet for me to call the games. I'm a huge Knicks fan. Um, for those that know already, for the record, I am a humongous New York Knicks fan. Okay, um, very loyal to my awful, awful team. And when Twitter first came out, that was the outlet that I used to call the games and trash talk and scream at coach Mike D'Antoni, who was the coach at the time, who I nicknamed on Twitter, Coach Damn Tony, um, because I, every five minutes, I'm like, damn, dude, you know, I, people started calling me Coach Vaughn basically because as I was calling the games, uh, people, you know, my followers started saying, hey, you know more than the coach. Uh, (laughs) you should be, you know, the coach of the Knicks. So kind of as a joke, I guess, uh, uh, you know, my followers started calling me Coach Vaughn. So that's where the name was born. And like I said, that was like 2007-ish. And Nate Robinson, David Lee, Danilio Gallinari, Al Harrington, who else was on that team? It was a fun team of misfits to an extent that all went off to other teams and did wonderful as pretty much every 
basketball player does. They, you know, come to the Knicks and either your career dies there or it stalls. And then you go to another team and end up with a ring and championships and breaking records and all kinds of stuff. You know how it goes. But, um, one of my favorite Knicks is, speaking of Nate Robinson, he's one of my favorite basketball players, um, and I do have many, but Nate Robinson is one of my favorites just because, let's just be real, he's five. He's listed at 5'8". So in the NBA, you know, they have that one inch that they give you because you have sneakers on. So let's just call it for what it is. Nate Robinson is pretty much my height, like 5'7", five, 5'8", five, ish. And I truly believe if he was like at least 6'3", six, 6'4", six, he would be LeBron James. Like he's, his athleticism, his courage, his, his fire, his work ethic, all of the things that it takes to be great is is there in his heart he's incredible um so if he was just a little bit taller i wish he was a baller but he's actually a baller and he what he won the slam dunk contest like three years in a row or something crazy who does that when you're five foot zero slash seven slash eight whatever you are he is very tiny um but with a lot of heart and courage and I always kind of lean towards the underdogs it's easy to be a LeBron James fan or well let's say uh, an incredible player any incredible player LeBron James Kevin Durant uh it's it's easy to be a super duper A-list superstar players fan very easy. Um, I kind of go for the underdogs. Uh, I usually feel like, hey, you know, those superstar players, they don't need uh, my assistance. I became a huge LeBron fan. I've always liked LeBron as a player, but I became a huge LeBron fan when he kind of became the underdog and I felt like it was not deserved the way he was treated when he left uh, and took his talents to Miami. I just felt like but the burning of the jerseys and, and how the owner treated him and the fans, it, it was just, it was uncalled for. And you know me, I don't, you ain't gonna never keep a good black man down in my eyes. So I kind of lost my mind and became a LeBron super fan uh, at that point. And just for the record, if there's anyone questioning uh, being a fan of a player that's not on your team, I would say grow up and get a grip. You sound like a hypocrite if you're like, I hate such and such, LeBron, whoever, whoever. And then this superstar ends up on your team and all of a sudden you're a huge fan. You you suck as a person if you're that type. Like stick to your team, always be loyal to your team, but it is okay to be a fan of individual players because you know what? here today, gone tomorrow. They can be on any team at any time. And you never want to be that guy, that hypocrite sounding fool that hated them yesterday and was burning a jersey. And now you're wearing it. Um, I always think, you know, in terms of relationships, I look at relationships kind of in terms of like, if you, if I'm on a date, right? I ask a guy about his favorite sports team. Doesn't have to be basketball. It could be football. It could be whatever. But I look at a person, whether it's a date or whomever, if you want to assess someone's personality, look at how they treat and talk about their favorite sports team, especially men. Men are pretty basic, simple beings. How you treat your sports team is usually how you treat people in real life. 
especially, you know, in, in personal relationships. So I'm looking at a guy like if he's this, a disloyal flip flopper, like all over the place with his sports teams, I'm going to assume that he's going to be the exact same way with me. So, you know, I'm going to just side eye him right to the left. Like you can't even make a decision on being loyal to your favorite sports team. Uh, I'm not going to put myself in a situation where you can flip flop all over me, buddy. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I will always be a New York Knicks fan. But I feel like it's perfectly fine to support individual players. Um, that's how I feel about that. But getting back to Nate Robinson and the underdogs, I just, I, I really do appreciate, and I guess the Knicks is an underdog team as well. So maybe that's part of my passion towards the team. You know, it, it, it is, it's been an awful, awful team forever, but you kind of always have that hope in the back of your mind, like one day, you know, one day it's going to happen and you just hold on to that hope. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm starting to get a little tear in my eye thinking about um, how much hope I have for things. Jesus, what's wrong with me? I guess I'm loyal to my to a fault almost. Yeah, but what can you do? I I, I think that people who are loyal to their team and to other people are just good people. And I consider myself a good person in general. I'm originally from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, which is a huge sports town. Actually, I'm from 30 miles south of Pittsburgh in a small steel town called Clareton, Pennsylvania, where loyalty is a big deal, especially for your sports team. And by law, just to let you know, I have to be a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. <laughs> you can get into a lot of trouble where I'm from if you are not down for the black and yellow. So I'm going to just put it out there like that. Um, I don't watch a lot of football, especially right now with, with what's going on with Colin Kaepernick situation. Um, but football in general is not my sport of choice, which is surprising coming from Pittsburgh. But I've always leaned towards... Uh, basketball. I just always felt more connected. Uh, it's it's more fast paced, and I just understand basketball in a certain way that I can apply to my real life. Like I love basketball, and they, you, for instance, they say basketball is life, right? So I look at it like this: every twenty four seconds, I got a shot. You know what I mean? Every 24 seconds, I get a chance to reset, especially in comedy. Like if you think of, of, of your, my, um, and for all the, any comedians that are listening or any aspiring, uh, or, or any career, um, but for myself as a comic, like I look at it like, all right, every 24 seconds, I got a chance to slam dunk. Or if I miss the dunk or I, you know, I got another 24 seconds on the shot clock, right? I've seen the greatest of the greatest athletes miss shots all the time. LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, like everybody has missed a shot and then they got a chance to reset. So if if I'm LeBron James and I miss a dunk, right, I just run down to uh, to the other end of the court. And block the guy, get the ball, go back to the other end and try and dunk again. This time, I'll probably slam dunk it. So if you look at that in terms of comedy, right, I could I could be on stage and let's say a joke bombs. Do I give up, go home and quit and go, I'm not good? Um, ha ha to anyone that's saying you probably should. I, I walked right into that. 
hardy har. But in all seriousness, um, absolutely not. You just go, all right, well, that didn't work. I got another 24 seconds on the shot clock. Let me do the next one and then slam dunk that one. You know, isn't it a wonderful world if every single shot is made over and over for the entire time you're on the court and or stage? Yeah, that would be wonderful. Does it happen? No. Not even for the best of the best of the best. Everyone misses a shot. So if you look at basketball like life, you always have a second chance to reset, do it again, give it a better shot. Eventually, if you just keep doing it over and over and you practice your skills and you, and you practice, and this again, this goes for any career, any anything, anything you practice, you will become pretty good at the 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 um key, I think, to understanding uh, where you will shine and be absolutely wonderful and great and walk in your God's grace is, is what do you enjoy the process of? Like, I have a lot of different skills in the entertainment business, right? I could do a lot of different things. I could sing, you know, I taught myself guitar. I could produce music. You know, I did musical improv for four years. You know, I, I do a lot of different things, but let's take guitar, and, and vocals, for example, I don't like the process of what it takes to be a great guitar player or a great vocalist. Like, I don't want to do my vocalese in the morning. I don't want to strum over and over. I, I'm no John Mayer, uh, to say the least. I don't and I don't want to be. Uh, I don't enjoy practicing. I just enjoy you know, I could carry a tune, as they say, on the guitar and with my voice um, when I sing. But I only really enjoy the performance part of it when I get it right. I don't like to practice. However, in stand-up, you know, I could talk about stand-up and do stand-up all day and all night. So that's how you kind of know what your God's grace is. When you enjoy something, you live and breathe it, and, and, and that's what you do, and that's what you enjoy. The good times, the bad times, the down times, the up times, the performance times, the practice times, the writing times, that's your, that's your grace. So follow that. Um, and, you know, I've never been an athlete at all. I just really always enjoyed, like I said, in my small town USA, you know, I always felt very connected to basketball, maybe because it's fast paced and it's indoors and I have ADD or something. And, you know, quite frankly, it's cold outside watching football. You know, I, I'd rather be indoors and, and a little bit closer. You feel like you're part of the game. You know, I, I remember when I went to a couple of Knicks games here at the Garden in New York and was fortunate enough to sit very, very close. Um, I felt like once or twice that I might get kicked out for yelling a little bit too loud as if I'm coaching the team. <laughs> but you, you, you're so close and connected, even if you're not that close. It's, it's indoors. It's very exciting. It's, it's very loud. You know, it's the energy is all in, in one big ball of energy hovering over you in the arena. And it's very fun as opposed to in a stadium where it's very disconnected. It's almost like baseball to me. Baseball is enormously boring on television, but I could have a good time at the um 
watching baseball live, you know, at a stadium, uh, outdoors, maybe because it's nice out. I don't know the interaction because it is so slow of a game and boring. You're just kind of hanging out with your friends and talking and eating hot dogs and drinking soda and occasionally watching someone hit a ball. Football is definitely way more fun uh, than baseball, in my humble opinion, but nothing beats basketball. And like I said, I've been getting back into the WWE. We'll see how far that goes. But back in the day, man, I could not miss I could not miss Monday Night Raw, SmackDown. Some, I, I could not miss it. I would lose my mind. I, I actually, uh, <laughs> whenever you used to order the pay-per-view, they used to send you the like a, a, a gift in the mail. I have a Stone Cold Steve Austin license plate. Uh, no, it's a The Rock license plate, a Stone Cold Steve Austin t-shirt. And my favorite... Mr. Socko Puppet. I love my Mr. Socko Puppet like you wouldn't believe. I don't even have it here with me. That's how much I love it. It's at my mother's house, protected from my bouncing around and traveling and moving around <laughs> as much as I do. It is in my mom's house, safe and secure. Like if anybody ever touches my Mr. Socko puppet, I might lose my mind. That's how serious it was for me uh, back in the day with all my little memorabilia. I don't know if they uh, still do that or not. I'm, I'm curious. I haven't gotten a pay-per-view uh, in years. Hmm. That's a good question. I'm going to have to look that up. What type of uh, presents and gifts do you get if you order a pay-per-view these days? Probably zilch zero nothing is what I'm guessing. But um, yeah, so I'm from a small town where sports is life pretty much. So uh, that's why I'm a huge fan of of sports with NBA basketball being my sport of choice it's just where I'm from it's just what we did you know what I mean it, it it's not much to do in a small town uh so even high school basketball and high school football especially in my small little town was enormously enormously important uh our high school basketball rivalries back in the day if you're from where I'm from you know that's serious business to the point where if your football team is rivals your entire town is rivals you know a fight could break out in in the local Walmart, if two rival towns <laughs> come face to face in the deodorant aisle, do you know what I'm talking about? It's that deep. <laughs> but this year, uh, looking forward to the 2017-18 NBA season, it's going to be a doozy. It's going to be a doozy. There's a lot going on. Uh, Kyrie Irving, you know, got traded to Boston. You know, he put his shoulders back like, Ugh, I want to run my own team, you know, and, and, and then the argument commenced. Who needs who? Does LeBron James need Kyrie Irving or does Kyrie Irving need LeBron James? I think that that question uh, is a, a question that should have never come out of anyone's mouth. To be quite honest, uh, Kyrie Irving is an amazing player. I want to preface what I'm about to say with that because he's absolutely amazing. I don't think I've, I, he has the best layups. 
hands down. I love Kyrie's handles. He's like dope. And we know he's going to try to put LeBron on skates every single chance he gets. And we know LeBron is going to come for his throne his crown every single chance he gets. So, you know, the East, we have an official rivalry. However, um, chill out, Kyrie, dude. Like, we already know you're going to be missing LeBron way before LeBron is missing you. I know there's issues with Isaiah Thomas's hip, but let's just relax people and remember that the king is still the king, in the great words of Rihanna. King is still the king, though. LeBron James has how many rings? You know, what was Kyrie Irving doing when LeBron James was in Miami collecting a couple of rings? Huh, waiting for LeBron to get back so he could get his one little ring. So that answers the question to me. Kyrie needs LeBron, LeBron doesn't need Kyrie. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, lots of stuff going on in the NBA right now. LeVar, oh my God, Lonzo Ball and his daddy. You know, from the 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 beef with Nas and, you know, just the way he willed himself into the NBA. His dad is like a WWE wrestler. I believe he made an appearance. I knew this, this, this dude, the, the big baller brand in general is just a very interesting, unprecedented way about going about business with the shoes. And, and I, I am not against the marketing uh, behind the big baller brand at all. Um, I love trash talking. So in a lot of ways, I guess I'm a, a big baller fan. I I don't want to say it because I'm not a Lakers fan, but I think there's going to be a lot of interesting things happening uh, this year with the Lakers. So, you know, Lake show is on. And, you know, I my West Coast team was the Clippers. I really, really enjoyed watching Chris Paul and, and the gang. And, and I love Doc Rivers. So, you know, the Clippers have been my team of choice in the West just because it, the Clippers it, it were sort of like the the one NBA team that was grimy enough to almost be like street ball, you know? So I really enjoyed watching them. But I don't know. Lake Show, baby. We'll see what's going on with the balls, uh, pun intended. <laughs> uh, and all the drama that's going to come with it. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to doing this podcast every week. Uh, I'm going to do my best. I'm not a stat person for anyone that's going to try to argue me down with stats. I'll give you the ball right now. You win. I'm not even going to try and defend it. You shoot your shot with all your stats. I am 100% uh, passion. And just to let you know, I am always right sometimes. So hopefully you'll enjoy this journey with me as much as I'm going to enjoy um, running my mouth um, on this podcast every week. I'm very excited. I want to have the official launch Um during preseason. So we'll see how it goes, everybody. I'm, I'm really excited. I cannot wait. Um, I, I really want you guys to tune in. Um, I'm putting it up on SoundCloud and iTunes and and everywhere that uh, podcasts can be found. But forgive me for right now for not knowing all the little, you know, popular sites where it's going to be on. This is my first, my first introductory um, introductory. Why can't I say that word? Someone get me a speech therapist so that I can get through these podcasts without sounding like a fool that cannot articulate simple words. Uh, but eventually I'll have all my ducks in a row. 
I'll be able to give you the list of everywhere you can listen to the podcast. Um, and I'm very excited. I hope you're as excited as I am. Follow me on Instagram. This uh, podcast is actually an extension of something that I do on Instagram called Coach Vaughn Comments. That is the hashtag Coach Vaughn, hashtag Coach Vaughn, V-O-N, and hashtag Coach Vaughn Comments on Instagram. This is an extension of that. I will um, eventually want to do a, a, a vodcast where you have a visual. I know a lot of people have have um, requested that as well, but we're going to take this step by step together. So let's get the numbers up. Let's get the listening up. You guys can always follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Von DiCarlo. My name is spelled V-O-N-D-E-C-A-R-L-O. There is no space between the D-E and the C, and there is also no capital C. Common mistakes in my name is just plain old Von DiCarlo, which is a double first name, last name Brown, but I'm changing it to comedy. Von DiCarlo comedy. <laughs> I don't have a last name. I'm I'm getting my Beyonce Madonna on in this industry. Don't judge me or go ahead and judge me. Just put all your comments right on my Instagram and Twitter and um, try to uh, make sure you're chiming in on these episodes. Eventually, eventually, I want to have an option where I can have people call in and we could chat. So uh, this is the first episode of a long journey of, a, of what I hope is a very long journey that we take together. I want to thank you all for listening to my first episode and for being uh, to everyone who's listening that have encouraged me to do this podcast over the years. Thank you for being a long-term follower, uh, especially those who are listening that were part of giving me that Coach Vaughn name on Twitter back in the day of 2006 and or seven, uh, circa 2007, however you say that. Um, I'm really excited. I hope you are as well. Coach Vaughn out.